0: Section Twenty-One, Part One, Chapter Four, Continued, of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse by Vicente Blasco Ibanez. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. There was a long silence. Julius von Hartrott appeared lost in reverie. The very thought of the accumulated strength of his race submerged him in a species of mystic adoration. The preliminary victory he suddenly exclaimed we gained some time ago our enemies therefore hate us and yet they imitate us all that bears the stamp of germany is in demand throughout the world the very countries that are trying to resist our arms copy our methods in their universities and admire our theories even those which do not attain success in germany oftentimes we laugh among ourselves like the roman augurs upon seeing the servility with which they follow us and yet they will not admit our superiority for the first time Argensola's eyes and general expression approved the words of hartrott what he had just said was only too true the world was a victim of the german superstition an intellectual cowardice The fear of force had made it admire en masse and indiscriminately everything of Teutonic origin. Just because of the intensity of its glitter, gold mixed with talcum, the so-called Latins, dazed with admiration, were with unreasonable pessimism becoming doubtful of their ability and thus were the first to decree their own death and the conceited germans merely had to repeat the words of these pessimists in order to strengthen their belief in their own superiority with that southern temperament which leaps rapidly from one extreme to another many latins had proclaimed that in the world of the future there would be no place for the latin peoples now in their death agony adding that germany alone preserved the latent forces of civilization the french who declaimed among themselves with the greatest exaggeration unconscious that folks were listening the other side of the door had proclaimed repeatedly for many years past that france was degenerating rapidly and would soon vanish from the earth then why should they resent the scorn of their enemies why shouldn't the germans share their beliefs the professor in misinterpreting the silent agreement of the spaniard who until then had been listening with such a hostile smile added now is the time to try out in france the german culture implanting it there as conquerors here argensola interrupted and what if there is no such thing as german culture as a celebrated teuton says it had become necessary to contradict this pedant who had become insufferable with his egotism hartrott almost jumped from his chair on hearing such a doubt what german is that nietzsche the professor looked at him pityingly nietzsche had said to mankind be harsh affirming that a righteous war sanctifies every cause he had exalted bismarck he had taken part in the war of seventy he was glorifying germany when he spoke of the smiling lion and the blond beast but argensola listened with the tranquillity of one sure of his ground oh hours of placid reading near the studio chimney listening to the rain beating against the pane the philosopher did say that he admitted and he said many other very different things like all great thinkers his doctrine is one of pride but of individual pride not that of a nation or race he always spoke against the insidious fallacy of race argensola recalled his philosophy word for word culture according to nietzsche was unity of style in all the manifestations of life science did not necessarily include culture great knowledge might be accompanied by great barbarity by the absence of style or by the chaotic confusion of all styles germany according to the philosopher had no genuine culture owing to its lack of style the french he had said were at the head of an authentic and fruitful culture whatever their valor might be and until now everybody had drawn upon it their hatreds were concentrated within their own country i cannot endure germany the spirit civility and pettiness penetrates everywhere i believe only in french culture and what the rest of europe calls culture appears to me to be a mistake the few individual cases of lofty culture that i met in germany were of french origin you know continued argensola that in quarreling with wagner about the excess of germanism in his art nietzsche proclaimed the necessity of mediterraneanizing music his ideal was a culture for all europe but with a latin bass julius von hartrott replied most disdainfully to this repeating the spaniard's very words men who thought much said many things besides nietzsche was a poet completely demented at his death and was no authority among the university sages his fame had only been recognized in foreign lands and he paid no further attention to the youth ignoring him as though he had evaporated into thin air after his presumption all the professor's attention was now concentrated on desnoyers this country he resumed is dying from within how can you doubt that revolution will break out the minute war is declared have you not noticed the agitation of the boulevard on account of the Caillot trial reactionaries and revolutionists have been assaulting each other for the past three days i have seen them challenging one another with shouts and songs as if they were going to come to blows right in the middle of the street this division of opinion will become accentuated when our troops cross the frontier it will then be civil war the anti-militarists are clamoring mournfully believing that it is in the power of the government to prevent the clash a country degenerated by democracy and by the inferiority of the triumphant Celt, greedy for full liberty we are the only free people on earth because we know how to obey this paradox made julio smile germany the only free people it is so persisted hartrott energetically we have the liberty best suited to a great people economical and intellectual liberty and political liberty the professor received this question with a scornful shrug political liberty only decadent and ungovernable people inferior races anxious for equality and democratic confusion talk about political liberty we germans do not need it we are a nation of masters who recognize the sacredness of government and we wish to be commanded by those of superior birth we possessed the genius of organization that according to the doctor was the grand german secret and the teutonic race upon taking possession of the world would share its discovery with all the nations would then be so organized that each individual would give the maximum of service to society humanity banded in regiments for every class of production obeying a superior officer like machines contributing to the greatest possible output of labor there you have the perfect state liberty was a purely negative idea if not accompanied with a positive concept which would make it useful the two friends listened with astonishment to this description of the future which teutonic superiority was offering to the world every individual submitted to intensive production the same as a bit of land from which its owner wishes to get the greatest number of vegetables mankind reduced to mechanics no useless operations that would not produce immediate results and the people who heralded this awful idea were the very philosophers and idealists who had once given contemplation and reflection the first place in their existence again harked back to the inferiority of their racial enemies in order to combat successfully it required self-assurance an unquenchable confidence in the superiority of their own powers at this very hour in berlin every one is accepting war every one is believing that victory is sure while here i do not say that the french are afraid they have a brave past that galvanizes them at certain times but they are so depressed that it is easy to guess that they will make almost any sacrifices in order to evade what is coming upon them the people first will shout with enthusiasm as it always cheers that which carries it to perdition the upper classes have no faith in the future they are keeping quiet but the presentiment of disaster may easily be conjectured yesterday i was talking with your father he is french and he is rich he was indignant against the government of his country for involving the nation in the european conflict in order to defend a distant and uninteresting people he complains of the exalted patriots who have opened the abyss between germany and france preventing a reconciliation he says that alsace and lorraine are not worth what a war would cost in men and money he recognizes our greatness and is convinced that we have progressed so rapidly that the other countries cannot come up to us and as your father thinks so do many others all those who are wrapped in creature comfort and fear to lose it believe me a country that hesitates and fears war is conquered before the first battle julio evinced a certain quietude as though he would like to cut short the conversation just leave my father out of it he speaks that way today because war is not yet an accomplished fact and he has to contradict and vent his indignation on whoever comes near him tomorrow he will say just the opposite my father is a latin the professor looked at his watch he must go there were still many things which he had to do before going to the station the germans living in paris had fled in great bands as though a secret order had been circulating among them that afternoon the last of those who had been living ostensibly in the capital would depart i have come to see you because of our family interest because it was my duty to give you fair warning you are a foreigner and nothing holds you here if you are desirous of witnessing a great historic event remain but it will be better for you to go the war is going to be ruthless very ruthless and if paris attempts resistance as formerly we shall see terrible things modes of offense have greatly changed desnoyers made a gesture of indifference the same as your father observed the professor last night he and all your family responded in the same way even my mother prefers to remain with her sister saying that the germans are very good very civilized and there is nothing to apprehend in their triumph this good opinion seemed to be troubling the doctor they don't understand what modern warfare means they ignore the fact that our generals have studied the art of overcoming the enemy and they will apply it mercilessly ruthlessness is the only means since it perturbs the intelligence of the enemy paralyzes his action and pulverizes his resistance the more ferocious the war the more quickly it is concluded to punish with cruelty is to proceed humanely therefore germany is going to be cruel with a cruelty hitherto unseen in order that the conflict may not be prolonged he had risen and was standing cane and straw hat in hand argensola was looking at him with frank hostility the professor obliged to pass near him did so with a stiff and disdainful nod then he started toward the door accompanied by his cousin the farewell was brief i repeat my counsel if you do not like danger go it may be that i am mistaken and that this nation convinced of the uselessness of defense may give itself up voluntarily at any rate we shall soon see i shall take great pleasure in returning to paris when the flag of the empire is floating over the eiffel tower a mere matter of three or four weeks certainly by the beginning of september france was going to disappear from the map to the doctor her death was a foregone conclusion Paris will remain he admitted benevolently the french will remain because a nation is not easily suppressed but they will not retain their former place we shall govern the world they will continue to occupy themselves in inventing fashions in making life agreeable for visiting foreigners and in the intellectual world we shall encourage them to educate good actresses to produce entertaining novels and to write witty comedies nothing more desnoyers laughed as he shook his cousin's hand pretending to take his words as a paradox i mean it insisted hartrott the last hour of the french republic as an important nation has sounded i have studied it at close range and it deserves no better fate license and lack of confidence above sterile enthusiasm below upon turning his head he again caught argensola's malicious smile we know all about that kind of study he added aggressively we are accustomed to examine the nations of the past to dissect them fiber by fiber so that we recognize at a glance the psychology of the living the bohemian fancied that he saw a surgeon talking self-sufficiently about the mysteries of the will before a corpse what did this pedantic interpreter of dead documents know about life when the door closed he approached his friend who was returning somewhat dismayed no longer considered dr julius von hartrott crazy what a brute he exclaimed throwing up his hands and to think that they are at large these originators of gloomy errors who would ever believe that they belong to the same land that produced kant the Pacifist, the serene goethe and beethoven to think that for so many years we have believed that they were forming a nation of dreamers and philosophers occupied in working disinterestedly for all mankind the sentence of a german geographer recurred to him the german is bicephalous with one head he dreams and poetizes while with the other he thinks and executes desnoyers was now beginning to feel depressed at the certainty of war this professor seemed to him even worse than the herr Counsellor and the other germans that he had met on the steamer his distress was not only because of his selfish thought as to how the catastrophe was going to affect his plans with marguerite he was suddenly discovering that in this hour of uncertainty he loved france he recognized it as his father's native land and the scene of the great revolution although he had never mixed in political campaigns he was a republican at heart and had often ridiculed certain of his friends who adored kings and emperors thinking it a great sign of distinction argensola tried to cheer him up who knows this is a country of surprises one must see the frenchman when he tries to remedy his want of foresight let that barbarian of a cousin of yours say what he will there is order there is enthusiasm worse off than we were those who lived in the days before valmy entirely disorganized their only defense battalions of laborers and countrymen handling a gun for the first time but nevertheless the europe of the old monarchies could not for twenty years free themselves from these improvised warriors end of section 21 recording by tony oliva albuquerque new mexico